Welcome everyone to episode 491 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Will. Today's topic is, we're going to be talking about old games, or older games, that are trapped on old systems. Meaning, they are either not available on current systems, or very difficult to get on current systems. Uh, Will came up with this topic actually a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was a great idea. Uh, I think we're going to kind of make this one into a series as we kind of remember more games that would fit into this category. Um, but this is our like initial list of, of those types of games, right? Yep. Yeah, kind of the spawn from Sony confirming that the Vita, PSP, and PS3 stores were going down. Um, and there's been kind of a, it's a larger story that people have been talking about. Well, that's not fair. Um, yeah. I believe Sony is still going to allow people to download their games, even when the servers are offline, but, okay. um, it's kind of a, you Dan are the digital or not the digital, the physical copy guy and me and Eric are the digital. So this is kind of a notch into the digital isn't the best. Yeah. It, I mean, access has, is an issue, especially when it comes to older games, um, you know, you, you, you run out of the hardware that can run run these games. You know, pretty soon it's going to be impossible to find working Nintendos, working... Uh, you know, you can get second secondary systems. They make new ones, but they're hundreds of dollars. Yep. Uh, it's almost more worth it to try to find an old one. But yeah, I mean, the, the games get destroyed or broken or lost. You know, you eventually run out. So I, I am for the digitizing of everything, especially older stuff. Uh, and put onto current current frames or current uh, current day systems. Um, at least as far as I prefer physical copies for Nintendo Switch games, uh, mostly because if it's something my kids are interested in playing, rather than buying multiple copies of these things, um, if we yeah. just get one copy and pass it around, uh, it's much easier and cheaper to do that. So, uh, but yeah, that's gonna be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? I will be talking about Assassin's Creed Origins and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, nothing new, but I've had a lot of game time, which I'll get into during my week. So I've been going balls to the wall on those two, and I'll explain why. Sounds good. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a ton to talk about for what I played, but I will have a few things to talk about during my week. Um, I'm trying to make a more pointed effort to have things to talk about during my week and not just be like, yeah, I didn't really do anything, you know? Yeah. So. Anywho, um, let's get started with our games that are trapped on older systems. I will go first. My first one, and this one is probably of all the ones that I have is the easiest to find and play nowadays. And that's Super Mario RPG. I now. literally have that one too. Oh, okay. I I don't think we're going to have a ton of crossover, but I'm not surprised that that's one of them. Yeah. Um so Super Mario RPG, one of my favorite games uh probably of all time. I I believe it's in my top 10, but if it's not, it's just outside my top 10. Um it's it's on my list because it is not available on the Nintendo Switch. It is available on the SNES Classic and it is available on the Wii U. Uh, the Wii U is a system that like nobody owns, so I'm not even going to count that. Um, but you can, as I said, you can get it on the um, on the SNES Classic if you can find one of those now. They are no longer making those either, so those are hard to find also. Uh, so this is a very hard game to find. Um, I know as far as like collectors go, Super Mario RPG is a very sought after SNES cartridge. So if you have one of those, that's you know that's it's valuable. Um, yep. cause that is a sought after game. So, 
uh, yeah, Super Mario RPG deserves to be on present day systems. It's awesome. It still holds up now. I still fire up my SNES Classic every now and again to play Super Mario RPG. It's that good of a game. Yeah, so I have that on here for literally the same reasons as you said, Dan. Like it is no, I don't want to say fairly common, but it is a there is a way that you can go out and get it. But uh, it's very you know. The Wii and Wii U Virtual Console are one thing because they do bring some games back, but really, like, most people don't have a Wii or won't touch their Wii anymore. Yeah. Um, and same with the Wii U because of the Switch, and I think that's a problem because you want to be able... It's, having HDMI cord management is becoming an issue. Uh-huh. Currently owning the 3 current gen consoles it's just a hard thing a lot of you know sometimes you have to some people have to switch hdmi cables out i don't have to but i've recently run into the thing where i've been hearing about people having to switch them out and to me that just sounds sounds awful to do that so um yeah i just think that um that's a big issue so why would you want to have to figure out how to get your wii or wii u plugged in to be able to play this uh, game so i have that on there for that exact reason and the snes classic is another thing but i've actually recently searched for an nes and snes classic and i really can't find one so the classics are kind of hard to do without having to spend an exorbitant amount of money so it's like yeah, there's really not a lot of op- options i'll look right now to see what they cost on like amazon and ebay uh, just out of curiosity um because yeah they're they're definitely marked up because yep. they were a one-time thing. I wish they would just manufacture those all the time. I totally agree. I thought they were, to be honest, until recently. And I was like, wait, what? You know, so. So an Amazon classic on the, on Amazon, or SNS classic on Amazon is about 280 bucks. Um, it's $80 console, like if you were to buy it at retail price. So, yeah, so there you go. It's uh not exactly feasible no so um that makes it difficult so that's honestly a big reason why i had uh super mario rpg on that list because mm-hmm. really anything from Wii or later is just gonna be it's just tough to get and we'll get into emulation i kind of want to talk about rom emulation and the ethics of that actually a little later sure too, once we finish up uh-huh so. um Okay, what's the first game on your list, aside from Super Mario RPG? Yeah, so the first game I have on my list, and I've been beating the drum for this game, is Persona 3. I do think that we're going to get Persona 3 on uh, PC here pretty soon, because um, I know Atlas put out a survey after the success of Persona 4 Golden coming to Steam. That They're like, hey, how do people feel about getting our other games on Steam? Uh, and Persona 3, I think, is the... So... You know how Assassin's Creed, Dan, is in different eras? Like, there's the modern RPG era, and then there's the older era where it was the more stealth and, like, yeah. um, more assassin-y sort of thing. Persona 3 is in that same sort of boat for me because I would consider Persona 1 and 2 the old school games and then 3, 4, 5 to be, like, what people have played. Okay. Uh, and Persona 3 is the first one that kind of popularized what we see Persona as today. Um, and honestly, it's a game that I'm really interested in. I know a little bit about it and I'm pretty like, I really want to play it. So it sucks that I can't really play it. And with the PS3, PS Vita and PSP stores going down, it's even harder for me to do it because I can't really go get a PS3 pretty easily either. 
Um, so really, like, I have no chance of getting to play this game. Uh, I do think this is going to be coming off the list, though, and hopefully by the end of the year. Uh, I do foresee this game being ported to Steam for all of us to play. Um, so I do I do see that happening and it coming off. But as of right now, yeah, Persona 3 is on that list for that reason. I really want to give it a go. So hopefully we see it on Steam here before long. Yeah, that's that's a series I want to get into. Um, I don't know if I'll start. What, what, which one is on PC? Persona one or golden persona four golden which is a really honestly a really good one to get into uh okay. as somebody who played persona 5 and persona 5 royal i actually had no issue going back and playing persona 4 golden uh, i don't think you would either uh, there is some quality of life things that aren't in that but uh, the game's old i get yeah. it so. uh, that's one i would jump all over if it was on switch i think um I see i reserve for mostly my uh my really graphically intensive type of games you know Dan, I really think that um, you, you out of the four of us on this podcast, I think you would probably appreciate the series and like it the most. Um, yeah. I know Corey played it, uh, and I think Corey would like it if he played through it, but I think you out of everybody would like it the most. So Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I'm a, definitely a huge fan of that. Uh, I Like I said, I do think that this game is going to be coming off the list at some point, but um, hopefully soon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the next game on my list, and actually the first game that came to mind when we started talking about this, was Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem from the GameCube. Oh, yeah. Um, now, this is a game that I honestly barely rem- remembered uh, anything about. I just remember really enjoying it. And I'm, I, that's actually, if you are if you happen to be in our uh, live stream on twitch.tv slash athletes, that's the video that's playing in the chat right now is from eternal darkness sandy's requiem i mostly put it on because again i didn't remember much about this game i just remember really enjoying it um but that's one that's only on gamecube it's one i again don't remember very much about at all uh but i would love to be able to play it i i don't even know if you could necessarily play i I feel like there was like weird gameplay mechanics that involved the save system and uh, i know it would like it would like mess with you a little bit by telling you that like your game got erased um or that your controller came unplugged or something like that like it would mess with you in certain ways and i don't know if those gameplay elements would necessarily carry through uh to the modern era but uh i would very much like to be able to replay this game and it was only on gamecube and i played it once and it was like 20 years ago i think almost 20 years ago so Mm -hmm one i'd love to revisit i'd never ended up beating it i think i only made it halfway through i got stuck on one of the puzzles at some point um again i don't remember where but it, again i would love to be able to revisit that you know you know it's funny dan that you mentioned some of those gameplay elements like not translating well to today's uh, maybe people uh it's funny because i've been listening to a lot of knockback which is just colin moriarty and his brother dagan uh-huh. uh and listening to them talk about these old school games that they play and how especially Dagan because I think Dagan's a good bit older than Colin okay that they play they play games so differently from how people today do like yeah Dagan always talks about how he plays these games and he's checking everything going very methodically very slowly like just literally immersing himself in every aspect of the game and like that's that's how I used to play video games yeah and then I feel like I, I don't know if I got away from it because of this podcast or because of 
running out of time for things. Uh, but I used to play it when I would buy a game. I would play it for front and back. I would explore every single nook and cranny in, in mm-hmm. whatever game that I played. Um, and then I think I, part of it was was doing this podcast. I wanted to to open my experiences a little bit more. Um, so mm-hmm. I wanted to play more things. I got into more like indie games and, and playing other things. And that's kind of when my, my gaming changed a little bit from that. Yep. So, yeah. And it's like interesting because I do think you, I mean, you play games that way. I do to some extent, I have to really like the game to be able to do that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, Corey does it with Valhalla. Eric's more of the one who will play a game, get through the story and then put it down. Um, so it's like interesting to think like, I don't hearing that in the game that you were just talking about like it'd be no way that that would work with some of the younger kids today yeah definitely not but that's a game that i've uh always wished i played but never actually played yeah uh, and again even watching this now the the video of it i i have very little memory of any of it yeah so so well hey, keeping, cool, with, keeping with the gamecube theme dan actually my next game's gamecube uh-huh. uh and that's paper mario the thousand year door uh-huh. I don't believe that this is on any virtual console. You can get it on the Wii U Virtual Console because I'm this I'm I'm like this close to buying it. Okay, so it is on the Wii. So I <laughs> yes. checked online to see if I could find it, and I Wait. couldn't find anything. Thousand Year Door is yep. that? That's the Wii one, right? No, 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 no. GameCube. The you know, Wii I have, one. I have my Wii U right here. I'm just gonna check while you're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. If you could boot it up, but uh, like playing through Paper Mario, the Origami King this past year, and um, like thinking about how fondly I remember back to that game and how much I really, really loved that game, I think that uh, the Thousand Year Door is the one that's probably released the most recently. That's the most similar to that because Sticker Star and Color Splash are a little bit different. Um, although I do think Color Splash kind of gets wrongly uh, pinned with Sticker Sh- Sticker Star, I think. Color Splash is a lot better of a game. I'm really tripping over these titles. But um, yeah, but Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door is a game that I've always really been interested in playing. And like it holds up really well. Um, it's the spiritual successor to the very first game that we talked about with Super Mario RPG. Um, I think you're right. Well, I don't think it's not. Uh, it, if it's on it's, it's on the GameCube, it's not on the virtual console. Okay, so it's just you're strictly right. on the GameCube. Yeah. And I mean, we're throwing it back even further. I mean, the GameCube had no HDMI support. You have to use the AV cables. Like, that's just like, do TVs even have AV cable ports anymore? Sometimes, some of them have like one set of AV cables. Yeah, so it's just like we're going out of the way of that. So it's like even harder to play these games. I'm sure there's some cable that you can connect to HDMI to AV. But again, that's more things you gotta buy and have. In I, your I think a converter is like forty bucks. So there you go. You're dropping to convert more money. the AV cables to HDMI. So it's just like, how feasible is it really? Uh, obviously feasible, but I don't want to put that much effort into it. So I think the Thousand Year Door is another game that uh, really would benefit from coming to modern systems of some sort. Anything. Yep. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Uh, next game on my list is, uh, and I'm not even really sure how to pronounce this. It's also one I've never played, uh, but I've heard great things about it. It's Sui Coden Two from the PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's a game I've never played. Uh, it's one that Jason Schreier always talks about how awesome it is, and it's one of his favorite games of all time. 
Uh, and him being a big fan of Final Fantasy VI, with that being his favorite game of all time, uh, I know he's got some good taste in old RPGs. Um, so it's it's one I'd very much like to revisit at some point. Uh, but it's only available on PlayStation. Hasn't been come out on anything else. There was a PC version uh, way back when. I think in 2003 it came out for Windows. Uh, okay. Obviously not digital. It's physical physical discs. So. <laughs> Um, even if you were able to find those now, I'm not sure you'd be able to get them running. Uh, I don't even have I don't even have a CD-ROM in my computer, so and I feel like that's all going away. Um, yeah, you know, even from from when we first started uh, Workhorse PC, we always put a uh, CD-ROM drive or DVD-ROM or Blu-ray if they wanted them in their computers, and we don't do that anymore. If the customer wants it, we'll we'll send them an external. Uh, cd dvd rom yeah we don't even put them in our systems anymore yeah i mean honestly there's no reason for it for the most part at this point unless you do play old games or do something with music right that was yeah yeah music i mean nobody uses them for anything yeah Uh, they're just a waste of space did i don't know if you remember it might not have been you but i remember putting in a game in a disc drive and I was with somebody else. Cause I was, a, I was a kid pretty young uh-huh. at that point. And I remember the computer making an awful noise, grinding up the disc and then opening the tray on its own and spitting the disc shards back at us. Huh. I think that was Corey. I don't believe that. was me. <laughs> I just remember how we were, I couldn't believe that that happened. Yeah. Technology was fighting back against us that day. Yeah, but. Absolutely. Um, so, so sweet Coden, I feel like that's a good one to come out on steam at some point. Is it Squeenix? Do you know? Yeah. It's, a, yeah it's an old square RPG. Yeah. Square they're, soft, I think is what it was at that point. And they're the best out of everyone of putting their games up, uh, on modern hard. Well, there's one glaring exception, which we'll get into later, but they're the best out of all of these companies, I think with doing this stuff. Sure. So. All right. Well, uh, what do you got next? Uh, my next two, well, my next, yeah, I'm going to lump these next two together because they're the same series, but Earthbound and Mother 3, Mother 3 being the biggest offender because it's country locked and console locked at this point. And Earthbound, uh-huh. just because the only way you really can play it is on the Wii U Virtual Console. Again, we get into the the gripe of having too many consoles with different HDMIs, yeah. all that, yada, yada, yada. So I'll mainly talk about Mother 3. Mother 3 was only released in Japan on the Game Boy Advance. Follows the story of Lucas. Um, for those who have played Smash Brothers, it's him, that Lucas, blonde-haired kid. And for all accounts, like, it is the best of the Earthbound Mother games uh, from what people have said. Story-wise, I guess the story goes some places. I've played it a little bit, um, but it's really kind of a pain to get the ROM and then get a fan translation working. Okay. Um, so it's kind of difficult to do. Um, so yeah, like that's another really prime game that I think should be brought over to the States and put out on Switch or Steam or anything. Yeah. PC. Nintendo can launch their own PC client. I don't care. Oh, that would be great. That would be pretty awesome. I would I would pay whatever it is to have access to that. I wonder if that's something they would ever be interested in. No. You're right. You're right. I'm, it, it, I mean, ideally, it would go on the Switch. And I, I would even pay like a lot more for Switch Online to have access to uh, a bigger library of, of their old games, you know? Yeah, if Nintendo is like, hey... 20 bucks a month 
you get access to a very large backlog of games anywhere from NES all the way up to GameCube. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. pay it. <laughs> I, I would, too. I definitely would. Just because yeah, so many I mean, of these games. Yeah, I mean, and again, I'll say not everyone likes going back and playing old games, but I do, you know. Yep, um, same. Because of the uh, Tomb Raider skin being added to Fortnite, I want to go back and play Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider. And I have to, I never finished Shadow of the Tomb Raider, so I've been itching to get back to playing those games. Um, yeah. Not that they're old games, but they, that's what I like to do, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, the same I'm playing Odyssey. Well, kind of replaying for the third time. Like, I go back and replay these games all the time. I should be playing these new games that are out, but I quite often play the things that I love. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why we're the podcast that we are. Yes. All right. Uh, next on my list, and Will, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is maybe fixed at this point. But uh, Diablo two, Diablo two is not available on the Blizzard client yet, right? I know they're 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 doing the remake. Yeah, so it is, but it also runs pretty poorly on modern okay. hardware. Um, okay. I have a devil of a time getting the game to work every single time. Okay, yeah, I, mean, I, and I know, because you, you had had the discs before, and we're trying to run it off the discs, right? Yep, never really worked. Um, but then, like, now, like, you run into the thing with CD keys, and, like, I didn't have the right CD keys that they sent me. It was just, like, it was such a headache to get working. Right. Because uh, I was going to play it, like, this past year, but um, with the remake coming out, I was like, why bother at this point? So. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like, that's kind of how I feel at this point. That's a game, again, I would very much like to revisit, but the remake is coming out. Is it later this year? It's supposed to be 2021. They are doing alphas. I think, I think they're going, they're doing alphas right now for people to play. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll be, I'm looking forward to that one. I probably will play it on PC, um, but it's coming to like everything, isn't it? Yep, everything. I will be playing on PC probably. Yeah. I'll probably it's. I think it's gonna be cheap enough that I'll probably end up getting it for two things. So it'll be PC and probably. Is it only gonna be forty? I want to say thirty, but I could really. Well, then I can check. Wow, that's an insta buy. Diablo two resurrected price. You're probably right. There's no way it's thirty. I was guessing 40, but I could also see them charging full price. 39.99, you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good I think that's a good deal. I mean, depending honest. on when it comes out, I would not be opposed to buying two different copies. I've it's a waste of money and my friends actually give me a hard time about it, but I do buy multiple games on multiple or the same game on multiple consoles. I don't know why, but it's what I do. Yeah. Um, so that was the next game on my list. Uh, again, that one's a little more accessible if it's available on the Blizzard client, but mm -hmm. uh, not totally accessible. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Good thing we're getting a, uh, a fix to that here this year. Yeah. So. Um, leading up to my number one, uh, for my second to last, I have Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot how how much I played that game when I was uh, a kid because I've been doing this new thing and I'll talk more about it in our weeks. But I watch these like video game essays on YouTube while I'm doing 
whatever. I go for walks every day. So if I don't want to listen to a podcast, I'll listen to like video game essays and people's reviews and retrospectives of games. Like that's just, well, something that I like to do. Uh-huh. Um, and I actually stumbled across a Final Fantasy Texas advanced one the other day and I was listening to it and I was like, oh man, like I remember all of these moments in the game. Um, it's on Game Boy Advance only right now. Um, yeah, yeah, there it is. You have the guide. I have the guide. That's, that's amazing. I feel like I think I got that game for Christmas, if I remember correctly. Um, so it holds a very special place in my heart because I will never forget wanting a Game Boy Advanced and Tactics Advanced. I was young, um, but I played Final Fantasy Tactics a bunch, and I remember opening the Game Boy Advanced case, the Game Boy or Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, and then opening the Game Boy Advance, and I was so excited. It's one of my nice. fondest Christmas memories, actually, uh-huh. was that. So uh, that game holds a special place in my heart, not only because the number one game of all time, it's a spiritual successor of that on my list, but uh, just it was a really fantastic game to play. Um, yeah, I think back fondly to that game, and I would love to give it a go absolutely okay uh next up on my list and this is second to last also is another game that i never played but came very highly recommended from our cousin and that's xeno gears for playstation one uh another seen a lot about this yeah another square uh rpg that came out i don't know why i didn't end up playing it back in the day but our cousin chris absolutely adores this game uh, it's one of his favorites of all time, and it's one that I would like to play on PC at some point, or is, you know, a re-release on the Switch. Is this part of like the Xenoblade universe? I don't think so, but it could possibly be. Yes. Okay. But I hey, don't actually, think so. I'm gonna check just out of I, I brought up a, a video of it, and it looks really cool. I mean, it's got the you know kind of Final Fantasy VII polygonal graphics, but it it's you know you're in mechs instead of like being people for the battles. Yeah. It's pretty cool. This looks really awesome. This was PlayStation one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that. It looks you great, know, right? it's yeah, it's crazy that square Enix put out a lot of these games. I mean, like Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross was the other two from them too. the final fantasy series. Like they single-handedly supplied JRPGs. Yes, they did. For a very long time. All right, well, number one. Number one. I believe it's probably your number one. Probably Maybe not. not. Final Fantasy Tactics? No, I didn't didn't put didn't put that one on there. So this game is just like the game that how can you not bring up in this? Because it's on iOS. And I get that it's the most and Android. And those are the yep. two most prevalent console consoles that you can play this on but who wants to play this game on their phone yeah i did play it when i played through when i beat it for uh four in february a few years ago i did play through it on my phone um that is not the ideal way to play this game no i mean (laughs) i i get it like it's a necessary evil to play one of the greatest games of all time well in my book the greatest game of all time but like the touch screen controls like the screen's not big enough for you to be able to effectively tap these different places for the units to go like it's just kind of a pain yeah plus the war of the lions version i don't know dan if you remember this like the magic used to take forever for it to cast because they would slow it down yeah 
Um, that's I get slowing it down a little bit, but it's like absurdly slow for whatever reason. They changed a lot of stuff too. Yeah, and I'm actually okay with a lot of the changes. I love that they added the Dark Knight and the Onion Knight. I like that they added like Luso and all of these other characters and battles and all that stuff and dungeons. That's great, and I'm cool with all of that. Um, it's just the only thing that I hated about the trans or the the difference was the slowed down magic casting. But other than mm-hmm. that, like my lord, like this game needs. I it's honestly appalling and shocking to me that they have not put this on Steam. Yeah, agreed. I I really do not understand it and it makes me wonder well actually no because they have it on ios and ps vita and all that because i was gonna say maybe they have an issue with the code being lost and not being able to but they they have it out they put it out like within the last 10 years on something so it's like what's why don't know doesn't make any sense i don't get it i really don't get it and this game should should be unseen like I would buy it instantly. I would buy it for $60 on Steam. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, Me too. that's that's just how I feel about the game. So they need that. Like, this was why this episode, other than the PS3 stuff, but this was the reason why I wanted to do this episode is give another mention to Final Fantasy Tactics, the greatest game ever. Yeah, and again, we'll uh, we'll probably do this as a multi-part series because uh, there's there's plenty of games that, that we've missed, no doubt. Um, yeah. So number one on my list is Xenoblade Chronicles X. Now, this is a recent one, but it's one that uh, I am surprised that this has not made its way to the Switch. I think it will at some point, but um, I think I played it for about 70 hours on the Wii U. uh, But I I will buy this immediately if and when it comes to the Switch. Yeah, this is I'm actually I was thinking, wait, Dan, this is on there, but I'm thinking of the original Xenoblade. Yeah, correct. So that that's on there, but X is not on there. I wonder why. I'm not sure. A lot of people ask for it. That's like one of the last big Wii U games that hasn't been ported over to the Switch yet, or planned to be ported over the Switch yet. Who does Xenoblade? Monolith. Monolith. Yeah. I wonder what are they even working on right now. I'm not sure. Here, I'll take a quick look. But I feel like they tweeted out at one point, like if there's enough. if there's enough interest in this, we'll do it. Uh, I think as far as I know, it got good, good, uh, good traction. Um, monolith. I might have the wrong monolith here. Try monolith soft. Might be monolith soft. There it is. Okay. Okay, yeah, so for 2015 was Xenoblade Chronicles X, Project X Zone 2, then Xenoblade 2 in 2017, and the DLC, and then 2020 was Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive. So nothing, really. Yeah. Um, They've done support on Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Animal Crossing. Wow. The Link Between Worlds, Pikmin. Dang. Wow, actually, they did a lot of support stuff. So, yeah, no, that seems like they're not doing anything. Well, they're probably doing something. We just don't know about it yet. Yeah, hopefully porting XCX to the Switch. 2015, this came out. Did Corey play this one? Because I know he played the first I think, Xenoblade. I think, I think he did play Chronicles X. Yeah, because you guys were the Xenoblade fans. Yeah. So, 
but yeah, that's the last game on my list. And again, we'll probably revisit this topic at some point. Well, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about emulation before we move on to the next. Yeah, thing so we're gonna talk about. I want to get your uh, your opinion on this because there is the moral gray area of is it okay to um, do this emulation thing because you're kind of taking somebody's IP and illegally playing it and i wanted to get your opinion on that because for a game like or paper mario the thousand year door it's done all of its sales they're making it very very hard to play it do you think it's okay to take something that's not even because honestly like somebody can buy the game off ebay but the developer is not seeing any of that so they're not making any money off of this anymore unless you somehow buy it through nintendo but that's not happening yeah i mean i don't i I don't like i don't like it if you can just go and download the game yep same um if you own the game but don't have the hardware to play it on i'm okay with you downloading a a rom to play and to to play it on your computer or whatever uh as long as you own the game i'm okay with it uh if you don't own the game i'm not okay with it because that that's piracy like um like, I don't think you should be able to buy the game once and trade the game in, but download it whenever you want from, you know, a nefarious site off the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Like, it's it's a tough area, too, because I'm also for preserving these games. This sort of stuff, it's not, like I said, it's not going to be around forever, these physical copies of games, um, especially older stuff. It's, you know, the, the further we go from when they were made and manufactured, the the fewer and fewer copies there are going to be that, that work, you know? So yeah, yeah. Um, it is a fine line, but uh, you know, I, I would, I'm perfectly okay with, with emulation as long as you uh, currently own a copy of the game. Okay. I will I th- say I have downloaded games in the past. Uh, I think every gamer that, has that, that I didn't own, uh, but I, I, I won't do that anymore. So well, so I was actually, and you, like, as I said, like, I feel like everybody has, and I listened to Sacred Symbols, and they were kind of talking about this sort of things recently. And uh-huh. actually, ironically, Paper Mario was the, what they were talking about. Yeah. They said, like, when you're, when they were younger, they did it. And then as they got older, they realized, ah, you know, let's not do that. That's illegal and stealing. Um, yeah. And then they kind of did the thing where we're talking about now, but like, they're not making money off of this. Right. now at this point so like is it okay because it's so hard to get paper mario the thousand year door when you can just download a rom and play it at 4k 120 frames yeah uh you know talking about eternal darkness i looked that up i think that game is going for like 175 bucks on amazon that's just so good not... l- like good luck playing that um but like me myself as much as i would love to revisit that game i'm just i'm not going to download it illegally you know if i can't get my hands on an old copy somewhere uh, I'm not gonna not gonna do it. Yeah, and and I agree with you. I actually very rarely, even in these cases like Paper Mario, have gone out of my way to illegally download a game online to play it. Um, just because, like, I don't really like emulating on a small box on my computer on a giant monitor. Um, yeah. I don't really like that. I kind of I like to have a full screen and good graphics, ultra wide, and all that. So. Uh, I don't really do it all that often. Um, so I uh, I don't generally do it, but I actually don't, again, like 
I don't have a problem if people want to do this at this point with some of this stuff because they're making it very, very difficult to access these games that we do want to play from them. Um, and I also understand because it's not also really possible for them to upload every single game because I'm yeah. sure that it's a nightmare for them to go through licensing rights with all of the different sure. developers. I'm sure there's a lot of back-end stuff that I don't understand. Music is a big thing now, especially with, yeah. with uh, the like all the DMCA stuff. Mm-hmm. licensing for old music for games is a nightmare yeah that's the big problem with earthbound um you know you talked about earthbound before actually i don't i don't know if i mentioned it but that is also available on the snes classic uh that you can buy now for nearly 300 dollars. but yeah old old music that's a that's a huge issue you know yeah because it's just like you have to go through so many hoops with all this stuff yeah um so like I I do like what I have been this whole episode so far I've been being like oh they should put this there and this on there but I, I do understand there's a lot of back end stuff I don't understand it's probably very difficult for them to be able to do that so yeah uh, it's I'm also not going to go out of my way to criticize the people that say did want to really play Eternal Darkness and didn't want to buy it so they went and, and downloaded it illegally like I I, I don't care but, yeah whatever well, I'm just I'm not going to do it. Or I, you, me, Corey, we all fall into this. Like Eric, if it doesn't really affect me, leave me alone. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. So it's with that with everything in our lives. So it's like yeah. eh, this isn't really affecting me. So whatever, do whatever. Yeah. So, um, so really, I do see both sides of it. But I think that uh, if it's available and you really want to play it and you own it, or you can't really buy it, like I don't know. I don't really see a problem with downloading it and like i said if the developers were seeing the money from these games that are like 200 dollars now it would be one thing but they're not it's scalpers yeah. at this point or people selling their stuff the their old games and know they can make money off of it so yeah that's why i kind of fall in the line with i guess like if you can get a romp go for it yeah but, absolutely All yeah right. i was i was curious what you thought about it yeah, it's a, it's uh, it's a tough call though, you know. Because again, yeah. I am I am for preservation of this stuff, you know. Someday, my kids might want to play Eternal Darkness. Not probably not, but that's just never an example. Know. Yeah, you never know. I want them to have the the uh, ability to be able to play it, you know. Because you're talking like movies. I mean, there's probably not many movies out there um, that aren't digitized and available in some fashion. You know, maybe some remote indie movies might not be available. Um, but that wasn't really, indies weren't really a thing in video games until like recently when self publishing became an option, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of a different situation. Definitely. All right. Uh, Will, you got any nimble bits? Yeah, actually, uh, I have quite a few. Good. Um, where do I want to start on my game news? Well, so we talked about the Sony one. Uh, they're closing their stores. Uh, the dates to remember are July 2nd for PS3 and PSP and August 27th for the Vita. So keep those in mind. Uh, no Man's Sky is launching an Expeditions mode. Um, so Hello Games has done a really good job really supporting um, No Man's Sky, adding more and more content. And it's adding Expedition mode, which is basically like... Um, uh, where is it? 
So basically a different way to um, journey throughout the galaxy starts on a fixed point in the universe to complete a series of milestones and or goals to win awards. Um, so basically um, social events, which is really cool. Um, you, there's things like rendezvousing on specific planets with their players and there's different activities planned for each thing. So uh, just different ways to keep playing that, which is cool. Uh, PlayStation Plus has uh, announced their April games uh, for free. Days Gone is on there. Zombie Army 4 and Oddworld Soulstorm is on there as well. Uh, notably, Days Gone is the game there that people should play. I just played that and really liked it. Um, I think that game benefited from the next-gen updates that they put into it, running 60 frames and all of that. Um, also, Dan, it's funny. You know how we had the 60 frames talk? Yeah, and how going from 60 down to a 30 frames game is massive. Uh -huh. So Johnny just played through Ghost of Tsushima, plat platinumed it, all of that. Uh -huh. And he want I convinced him to play Odyssey finally. And he uh -huh. goes, man, like, this isn't boding well because the menu's running like garbage. That's not a good sign for the game. And I was like, no, the menu's running as it should. It's like you're experiencing the 60 to 30 frames drop. And he's like, oh, my God, it's that bad. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you will get used to it, but it's it's bad to start. Tell Johnny to play on PC. He's got a good computer. He could probably play it. He he and I have actually started doing this new thing where we're working on on the games that we really love getting platinum trophies. Oh, um, that makes sense. And Sony, in my opinion, does it the most satisfying. Um, more so than xbox and steam for achievements uh -huh. um so he wants to platinum that game gotcha. so he's having the internal struggle right now uh, gotcha so i told him to keep fighting through it he will get used to it and you won't notice it anymore because i just played origins from playing days gone and i was yeah. like holy cow it took me like five hours but i got there and i remember playing horizon at 80 frames on my pc and then going to play final fantasy 7 at 30 and i was <laughs> like yikes Tell them the further you sit away from your television, the better. That's that's what helped me play through Odyssey. Okay. Um, sitting sitting far away and try to focus on your character, not the background, because the background is where it's really noticeable when you're when you're rotating the the background and stuff. It it looks terrible. I'm gonna tell him that because I want him to stick to it because I he loves Origins a ton, but had not played Valhalla or Odyssey, and I'm like, dude. Odyssey is just a way better version of both of those games. So I was like, uh -huh. you got to just play it. So I want him to stick to it. So yeah, I will let them know that. Um, Summer games done quick will be online again, and it's coming back July. I believe it's starting July 4th, uh, and it's going to the 11th. So that's coming back. That's one of my favorite things to watch. I love that. Yep. I always start. I always watch that as the kids are finishing up school. So I'm excited to watch that also. Yeah, I remember when they did the awesome games done quick, which is what they do in like January. And that's yep. when I wasn't working a ton. And I literally sat at my computer or I had the streams going the whole day while I would play yeah. a video game. And it was awesome. I love stuff. So those are fun. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is going to return to online. It's uh, Japan's 25th anniversary of this event. So that's going to be coming September 30th. Um, and October 3rd are the dates to remember for that. So there is that. Um, MLB The Show is going to be on Game Pass at launch. Uh, Real quick, speaking of Game Pass, if you had any intentions of playing Outriders on PC via Game Pass, uh, don't. You won't be able to play it. 
you won't be able to because I didn't discover that. I, to be fair, I didn't really look into it. I just saw that it was coming to Game Pass and I assumed it was all Game Passes, but it's not PC Game Pass or it's not the cloud Game Pass thing either. It's just on the Xbox console. So uh, that's something to be aware of. But continue. Um, yeah, so that is something to be aware of. Uh, but I mean, honestly, Game Pass has saved me a lot of money this month. I was going to buy Outriders and then MLB The Show. But guess what? I don't have to buy either now. So uh-huh. that's awesome. Um, uh, Ratchet and Clank has a 60 frames uh, update, which is also huge. That's cool because they gave that game away for free on top of the sequel coming out in a few months, too. So uh, that is worth playing. Uh, Fantasian came out, which is a game Corey's been talking about. So it's by the um, Final Fantasy creator. Mistwalker. Hiro Nobu Sakaguchi. Yep. Launched on Apple Arcade. Um, check that out. Uh, CD Projekt. There's still a lot of CD Projekt Red stuff. I don't know how much we really even care to talk about it. They put out the new patch for Cyberpunk and then done some. Um, uh, the media circuit or they're we're going to be better. <laughs> yeah, it's I know it fixed some things and broke some others from what I heard. Uh, the basically the thing that I read that if you're looking to play cyberpunk because you held off this long, hold off a little bit longer because there's still more work that needs to be done, but they're on the right track. Um, if uh-huh. you've held out this long, just hold out a little longer. So hmm? I guess I'll be waiting a little bit more now. Which is fine. They've got a lot of stuff to play. I do really want to play Cyberpunk, though. Yeah. um, I want to to replay Cyberpunk. I should say I've I've had the itch to replay it. I want to get a good ending this time. My ending was not was kind of average. So okay, I want I want to do better this time. Wow, and you played a lot of that game too. So yeah, it was seventy eighty hours, I think. Let's look, Dan. You played Cyberpunk for. That's not you. 110 hours. Was it that much? (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you had some idle time. There was a little bit of idle time in there, yes. So, but still, you put in at least probably 80 hours. It was probably 100. I I would I would guess 10 is probably about what I would have would it would have idled. Interesting. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'm interested in playing that. We're probably fine to play it on PC for the most part. If I were to guess, it it ran great for me. I have no complaints about the performance. There were some some weird uh, visual bugs that were kind of annoying, but nothing. It, it ran great, so no complaints there. This game's tough because people really hate it, and I'm waiting for people to be like, oh, it's fun to play, but I don't think that's ever going to come from people. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to hold off just a little bit longer than probably yeah. jump in when I have a good... Um, Probably like middle summer, like towards or towards the end when not as much is coming out, I'll probably jump in. Mm-hmm. So there's that CD Projekt Red did this whole thing where they're like, "We're gonna be better." Here's how. Uh, I didn't really care about that, but people really dove into that. Um, yeah. The next gen ports to Cyberpunk and The Witcher are coming out second half of the year as well. Yeah, that's about it. Uh huh. Okay. Um, how was your week, Will? Good. Couple things. Um, been playing a lot of video games because I'm currently on the injured reserved list. Um, lot, so for people who don't know, I think it was like a year and a half. Like I had that whole chest issue thing. 
mm-hmm. where I didn't know what it was, but I was like, hey, whatever, I'm just going to ignore this. Like I do with all ailments. I'm pretty healthy. So um, if something's going to kill me, probably going to kill me. There's no way I'm going to stop it. So whatever, you know, going through life. But uh, I'm in the current, I'm in the process of cutting weight right now. So whatever, but I've been working a ton and working out. Uh, probably working close to 48 to 50 hours right now on top of working out four to five days a week. So, you know, I'm using a lot of energy. So flash to last Sunday, uh, we're recording Saturday the third. So it was the Sunday before um, I went to go do legs like I do on Sunday. Cause it's one of my only off days. And there's this thing, Dan, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called the ab roller. And it's like the wheel thing that you put on the ground and you get on mm-hmm. your knees and extend out. Well, we used, we used to have one of those that I would make like a motorcycle out of when we were kids. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. And they're good workouts, too. Um, but I didn't warm up and we're coming out of the cold and it was a little bit colder that day. Um, and I was doing it and going hard. And I noticed like I would squat and I usually like squat 285 for some reps. But I was noticing I, I couldn't really do that. I was down to 225 and I was like, oh, I don't feel right. Whatever. Still worked out, went home. I noticed Sunday night, my back was killing really bad and I have back issues and I was like, oh, that's not good. But I didn't think anything of it. And then on Monday, I went to go do back and biceps and I could not work out. I literally could barely stand because my back was hurting and I couldn't really do anything because my left pec was in some some good pain. And I was like, oh boy, that's not good. Um, So I pretty much spent Monday and Tuesday laying in bed with a heating pack on my, on my left breast, just laying there in a lot of pain. Uh, couldn't really move. Uh, couldn't really lift my arm to do much. Couldn't take a sweatshirt off. So I was just like laying there despondently. I don't think I showered those days. I just laid there, worked Wednesday and I was in rough shape. I couldn't use my, we have to like pick or put chairs on top of the tables when we're closing up could only use my right arm for that. And like, was just lifting them up like that and putting them up and stuff like that. Cause I was in a lot of pain then worked Thursday and it got worse. And, uh, like I was trying to carry plates to tables and like, I would carry my one plate hand up high, which is my right one. Like I normally mm-hmm. carry them. And then the other one was like dangling at like my middle thigh. Cause it was just like, didn't want to raise it. Cause it hurt. Uh, and then Wednesday we had a cold spell of like 30 degrees and that cold air on a muscle strain pull, whatever it is, hurts really, really bad. Yeah. I was like kind of short on breath and like, couldn't move my arm i couldn't like you know flex my, my my boob at all i just hurt so bad and i was driving i complained to my one friend that i was like man i wish we had more servers working because i would do anything to get one of my friday or saturday shifts off i said this friday and she goes what like when do you work saturday and i was like four and she's like oh i got you like i'll work that one it's not a problem and i was like oh thank you uh she doesn't really work there anymore because she has another job so she kind of is going out of her way to take that shift for me and i was like that's awesome thank you uh-huh. and i was driving into work on friday in pain couldn't really be seated <laughs> at all without it hurting it's actually hurting a little bit right now but not as bad uh, and she called me. She's like, what, are you working tonight? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, I was like 6 p.m. I was driving in. She's like, do you not want to work? Because uh, I have free time and I kind of want to work. And I was like, absolutely all you. So I was able nice. to get my entire weekend covered, um, which was amazing because I was hurting. Um, it's getting a little bit better, but I'm actually going to make, I don't have health insurance. And instead of paying 
two, three thousand dollars to get any scans done for them to go. You don't need to rest. I'm going yeah. to the trainer at school. Oh, okay. Basically, tell me that I need to rest. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing on Monday. I'm excited because I want to just like them to tell me and reaffirm that it's just a muscle issue and I yeah. need to chill. So yeah, um, I'm kind of bummed though because I am losing. I've lost like 16, 17 pounds since January. So doing well, but nice. it's like kind of annoying that I have to like halt everything. Sure. But yeah, so I've been spending a lot of time playing video games and watching video game essays. I've been watching a lot of people. Uh, like there is one guy, Luke Stevens, who I watch quite a bit, who does some videos really good. Um, I watch him. Uh, I watch um, blanking on the names of everybody. I pretty much just Google a game and put in uh, retrospective. King K is another one that I watch too. Um, I'm watching his Twilight Princess one right now. So just been doing that while I've been doing my mundane tasks in the Assassin's Creed games, which I'll talk about and what we played. So nice. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much, uh, that's been my week. Very so. nice. Yeah. How about you, Dan? Um, let's see here. A couple things. Um, where, oh man, I completely drew a blank. Well, t- tomorrow's Easter. So we've been we've been preparing for Easter for the past few days, you know, the whole dying Easter eggs and all that stuff, uh, which is fun. But like I I should say too, apologies for not having an episode on Monday. Um, we had intended I wanted to do an Animal Crossing like anniversary episode. Um, but it got to like Monday every Every day just seems like it's just such a crazy SHIT show <laughs> that it's hard to, for me to even like start an episode like right around nine o'clock. Uh, I've had to mute the microphone a couple times to yell at my kids to be quiet, uh, even though it's, you know, almost 10 o'clock at night. Um, but I, we'll, we will do an, an Animal Crossing anniversary episode. I want to have my wife on for it, um, but it's just impossible for us right now to both be doing that, right? Uh, just because of how bat bat s h i t crazy everything <laughs> is in this house, um, but I'm I'm working on we're working on cleaning out the garage. We're my kids are off from school this week, so we're going to clean out the basement. Um, we're we're preparing to move. Um, so when it, when it comes time for us to actually move, it can be a fast process to sell the house and and move. And actually, I was trying to get my wife to call up our realtor and put our house on the market this week because uh, there was a house down the street from us that sold for a significant sum. And our house is both bigger, nicer, and has more bedrooms and bathrooms than this house that's down the street from us that sold. It was like <laughs> we could we could make a pretty penny right now if we sold our house right now. Um, I knew she was going to say no. I we were we were unprepared definitely, <laughs> but uh, I tried. You know. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. So. Uh, I subscribed to a month of Xbox or PC Game Pass because I I wanted to play Outriders. Uh, that didn't end up happening, so instead I'm going to try to play Star Wars Squadrons, okay. which is on the EA Play, which is part of the PC Game Pass or the Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass now. Uh, and then if I get through that, I'm also going to be playing the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. 
Okay. Because that's also a game that I've been wanting to play. I don't know if I'll get to either one of them. Uh, I would like to. Uh, so I, I'm more reluctant now to play things on my computer because I, I'm still mining Bitcoin on it uh, and making pretty decent money doing so. So I, I look at any time I spend playing games on my computer as money out of my pocket, directly out of my pocket. Um, so the, really the only, the only games I play on it are, are when I play Fortnite with my daughter and then I do my once a day Stardew Valley, uh, video for rated G games. So, so you've become a crypt. So you've become a crypto guy instead of a gaming guy now. I don't I wouldn't say I'm more of a crypto person. That's just my my uh hopefully gonna be my exit from from not poverty, but uh the middle class, you know. That's the it's my my uh my path to wealth, hopefully. Which if you know, if you get your path to wealth there, you're gonna be able to buy a lot of games. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um Yeah, actually my, my amp has has gone up like 50% maybe over the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't anticipate it's going to take off just yet, but it's, it's up 50% with, and it's nice to see my uh, crypto portfolio hit all time highs this week, which was also very nice to see. Uh, it's not much, but uh, my, my amp is, is, is poised for a breakout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm hoping it replaces like, it's supposed to replace, ideally it's going to replace like Visa and MasterCard. Uh, and if it does, I'll get a cut of every, every, because of how it works, I'll get a cut of every transaction that gets used, uh, with the, with the Flexa payment system. So gotcha. That's my, that's my hope. So when you become a billionaire, Dan, are you gonna, (laughs) I don't know about billionaire, but we'll see. I mean, that's the, (laughs) that's the goal anyway. Yeah. Am I going to what? Um, I was going to say, are you going to just like buy an island so we can all just like hole up in a community? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have enough to become a billionaire, but um, so most of my my purchasing of AMP was in the roughly in the two cent range. Uh, It's gone up to three uh, roughly around three cents now. Um, And I've I've got almost 15,000. Uh, so if it goes up to a dollar, do the math. If it goes up to ten dollars, do the math. Yeah. If it goes up to a hundred dollars, do the math. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and in addition to, like I said, if you if you stake it, because I I think I've talked about what it does, but it's basically a, a payment system. So you can use your crypto to pay f- at, for stuff at, at brick and mortar stores, but also online now too. They're partnering with Shopify um for now um but you like i could i think did i talk about this i probably have i can't remember if this is a conversation that we had off air that's that's the problem i have with remembering if i've talked about any of this is i don't know if i've told you guys on air or off air but anyway uh like i could go to dunkin donuts right now and buy coffee with with my crypto uh i have i have a few dollars in stable coins right now um that i have that I get interest on, I get seven, seven point five percent interest yeah. on my stable coins. But that's what I used. That that's what I'll use to you know buy things. Um, so what it does is it makes it so that you can have you have your crypto portfolio uh, because it takes a few minutes for the transaction to go through from like say Bitcoin or Ethereum. If 
you want to pay at Dunkin' Donuts, it can take anywhere from like half an hour to several hours for the transaction to go through. So what it does is it spends the amp uh, and then the amp gets like reimbursed. So so the merchant gets so Dunkin' Donuts will get paid for the coffee like immediately when you scan it uh, and then it goes through the back end. Um, you know, it goes through the transaction later after you've already like, you know, bought your coffee. Because you yeah. can't wait a half an hour at Dunkin' Donuts or an hour at Dunkin' Donuts for your so, Bitcoin to go through. My question with that is, what happens if you don't have it? Like, there, there is there is a possibility of it uh, fraud, uh, and and that'll just what what happens there is the the people who own Flex just have to like eat that cost. Um, it's a potential risk, but it's not something that's going to happen that often because you 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 know. The amount of transactions that are going to go through with no problem more than make up for the handful of fraud cases, right? As some also as somebody who works as a server and sees Okay, all so kinds of humanity, I feel like it would yeah. have to reflect on the people who would have to be penalized would be the people who do the fraud. It wouldn't be able to like the people would doing the flex would should not be the ones that have to eat it. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's going to be the case. Like, so the I can use I use my Gemini Pay amp. If I if I didn't have any cryptocurrency to be able to pay for that in the first place, like it's it's not going to go through. So it's got it has like it has to be there to go through. So if you really wanted to be a, like a crappy person, you could probably like the way you could do it is you could uh you know pay for your stuff in your cryptocurrency, the amp would go, would be the, the liaison or whatever between the two. Uh, and then you could maybe quickly move your, your cryptocurrency, but I don't even know if you could do that. I don't know how it works on the back end. Um, but it, it's, it's doesn't seem like fraud is a, is a big issue. Uh, you can get frauded with, with credit cards and stuff, you know, uh, yeah, the sure. benefit though, will to, so say, um, uh, your restaurant, decides to use the flexa payment system they only have to pay half a percent instead of three to five for a visa or mastercard transaction okay so they save that much money you know that's that's the benefit for them okay yeah yeah i mean it sounds like something that has a really high ceiling yeah um it has to just be adopted by people and yeah and that's that's what they're working on now um like you said they're partnering with shopify which is like the third largest e-commerce website in the world right now behind amazon and best buy i think yeah so yeah i'm still i'm still stocking up i'm making my my amp bag yeah Uh, but it's it's fun to look because i have a few others i have i have some bitcoin i have amp uh i just bought some matic because uh, I think that's that's going to be like a day trading one. Like I'll I'll sell that once it goes up a little bit, um, and then I I bought some more Doge today because uh, I still have my Robinhood handful of dollars. Uh, so like I'll buy Doge when it's like five cents, and then when Elon Musk tweets about Doge and it goes up to like six or six and a half cents, I sell it all. Yeah, and make an extra like three or four bucks, and then. I just reinvest it in Doge. I'm just gonna keep keep doing that until I build up a little bag there too. Yeah. How much have you made off of Doge? Not much. Not much. No. I because that the, the I always forget about it uh, until I see that Elon Musk has tweeted about it. Um, but it's probably like three or four bucks off of four. Mm-hmm. 
initially, so doubled doubled my little bit of money. Yeah. Interesting. Has Do- Doge hasn't done what it was so people thought it might, right? I mean, it was only ever a joke. Yeah. So. Meme currency. Yep, meme currency. Um, it's it's fun though. I I like learning about all the cryptocurrencies and what they because they all do different things. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 an interesting world to be a part of now. And it's one of the few things I've gotten in on early, you know. Yep. Because a lot Definitely. of people don't, a lot of people don't know anything about it still. Yeah. Um, I still have to get into it. I've been still it, intimidated by it. I understand. It's it's it can be intimidating, um, but yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, it's a fascinating world. It's just so new, you know. Yeah, a lot of people are putting a lot of money into it. Yeah, the millionaires hate it. Yeah, some of them. Uh, after that, God, what else? I I had a couple things I did want to talk about. Oh, the predators. Oh yeah, they're on fire. They're on fire. They they uh, they've catapulted themselves into a playoff spot. Um, they've won, I want to say like thirteen out of fifteen games, something like that. Yeah, I think they're. I know they're on a six game winning streak currently, or maybe seven. They were. Maybe. They lost to Dallas last the game before last game, and then they beat uh, Chicago today. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they're gonna probably make the playoffs i think i hope so um because they're they're playing a lot better uh on the back of like Ely tolvanen who's been incredible i don't know if you've seen any of his goals lately will uh so tolvanen and yarn croak seem to be just like yeah carrying other than forsberg but yeah forsberg's been hurt so he hasn't hasn't been playing and arvidson got hurt i think he's gonna be out for a little while he got hurt again today so oh, really that sucks yeah yeah uh, uh but, has, but I mean, Tol- tolvanen's like fifth in rookie scoring now which is cool oh wow uh, I, he's the first predator i think ever that's been in the like uh, possibility for uh calder i'm trying to think of who would be one cappers cap Kirill. oh yeah uh, krill cappers off cappers yeah right now is, yeah, is I- the leading candidate I forgot about him being the the number one guy because Minnesota has been on an absolute tear yeah. this year. I think I think Tolvanen's five or six points behind him now. Okay, uh, he obviously didn't start off as good. Um, it took him a few games to get his legs under him, but he's he's been on fire. He's got I think six power play goals and a couple game winning goals, and yeah, he's he's awesome and he plays plays good defense and he hits and he, he's unbelievable. Like I'm I'm glad he's finally making an impact yeah um do you think they're gonna have a fire sale now or are they just gonna no. be like all right let's just keep it rolling. i honestly could see them still trading at home okay um because if they don't trade at home he's he'll be gone to seattle that's sad yeah uh i, I and honestly i think the only reason why they trade him is because their young defensemen have been playing so well um Alexander Carrier has been playing so well, and Davies has played a lot, played really well. Uh, and then they just signed David Ferentz. Oh yeah, one of their, um, one of their top college prospects. Yep, uh, he's he's quarantining now before he can join the team. But 
Is yeah. he only having to do a seven day quarantine like it is for the Canada trades now, or is I it? I don't remember. I've, I I want to say they said ten days or fourteen days, but I I don't recall. Interesting. Yeah. The court. I don't get the quarantine rule because how can Canada do seven and then? I don't know. It's it's all weird. Although British Columbia is on the verge of collapse, they are not handling the Canucks outbreak very well. Yeah, it was the 14 players they have that are on the list, COVID yeah, list. Yeah, 14 days. Although the article's like, I don't know what they're going to do about the season. It's like, well, probably the same thing that the other teams that got it during yeah. that stretch are going to do. Yeah. Get beat it and then continue the season when they can. Yep. Don't know why we're... Yeah, I mean, I, the NHL pl- kind of planned all that into this season when, when, when they started it, you know? Yeah, I mean, they've only had to push the cup back one day. Yeah. And they had I, they were bad for a while. Yeah, I didn't think they were going to catch up, but they they're they're squeezing in like makeup games here and there. Honestly, I really like the divisional structure. I like that they're playing only in division teams. I think that's really cool. Um, so the first time they they play any other team that's not in their division will be in the conference finals, and then obviously the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. I'm excited for playoffs. It seems like all of uh, the Rangers might not, but it seems like the Predators, the Leafs are going to make it. So we're going to have some rooting interests in there. Um, yeah. Oilers are going to make it. So I can't yeah. wait to see playoff hockey. I am a little sad, though. We're not going to be able to see like how it was last year where games were literally all day, every day. Oh, that was great. That was the most wonderful experience ever. Yes, it was. Because, you know, we do that with football on Sundays, um, but it was every day. There was hockey games on all day. It was <laughs> yep. so cool. Yeah, even deep into the playoffs, too. I was like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. Yep. All right. Uh, I think that's everything that I want to talk about for my week. So let's get into what we played. Will, what have you been playing? A lot of Assassin's Creed Origins. I've actually platinumed the base game of origins and beat it and all of that nice um, well done yeah i'm pretty proud of that uh it took me about 50 hours to do ow sorry i'm sitting up um was very easy the achievement or trophy sorry that sucked big time was the do all of the locations which is the little question marks that show up on the map and like you've played odyssey so you know how many of those there can be i think there was like yeah. 300 and some yeah so that was very time consuming. But other than that, the game was actually really, really easy. And Origins is great, man. I really want you and Corey to play it. Um, I still rank at Odyssey Origins Valhalla, I think is mm-hmm. how I would rank the games. I love the Egypt time period. I've talked about it for a couple weeks now. It's an awesome game. Love Bayek. I love a lot about it. I didn't do any of the DLCs, though. I do want to play those, but I have not gotten around to playing them. But I have jumped to Odyssey um i have like six trophies to do to platinum that so i was going to do that pretty quickly although i think i might have hit a glitched trophy today which i'm a little worried about um i have to like look into it more but it's the child of poseidon trophy which is where you do all the underwater locations and there's 42 of them and i did them today i didn't get the achievement or geez the trophy to pop so i don't know what to do kind of worried about it johnny last trophy on ghost of Tsushima wouldn't unlock but he did the sync with psn and it worked and then it unlocked but that did not work for me so i'm missing something and i don't really know what which sucks because i want to i 
very close so yeah um i want to have that and then i also played bioshock one on the hardest difficulty holy cow that game's hard yeah really hard i don't like difficulty trophies i don't like them um so i don't know how this is gonna go i'm gonna try but man after the the initial hour i played i was just getting it handed to me repeatedly so uh, I don't know how this is going to go, but we'll give it the old college try at least. Huh. So, um, but other than that, yeah, I've uh, just been playing those. I haven't really been able to sit at my computer to play Persona 5 Strikers because of my chest, my boob injury. So I have not been able to do that. I'm hoping to get back to that hopefully later in the week. But until then, I'll be bedridden playing the games that I can play. So I'll probably finish Odyssey probably tomorrow. Um, that's my goal. And then play some outriders too so nice yeah how about you dan um more Fortnite. not as not we haven't been playing every night because just because of how crazy everything's been but we probably play every other night or every two nights um still still loving Fortnite. i don't have a lot to talk about with it um stardew valley i am Almost to the end of summer on my Stardew Valley Rated G Games playthrough. Um, I'm almost to 100 subscribers on for my Rated G Games channel. I've pr- really? probably tri- tripled my subscriber amount in the past month, which is weird. Really? What? Yeah. Uh, what's the reasoning you think? Um, my Evolution of Super Mario video uh, caught traction again on on YouTube Shorts. Nice. I think that's that's the cause of it. Okay. Um, which is which is cool. I've got I've got to sit down and do more of those. I again, it's just like I have zero time. Yeah, I mean, I I check out <laughs> your your shorts on on YouTube and stuff like that all the time. Yeah, I mean, I try to post my what what I try to do is I I post stuff on TikTok first, and then I'll put it on YouTube Shorts. Um, it TikTok is weird because like it stuff just doesn't doesn't go like it does on youtube uh and then it doesn't go at all on because you're supposed to post stuff on tiktok and then instagram reels my instagram reels get like no views i don't know why that is uh it doesn't make any sense but then they all do really well for youtube shorts uh which is good because that's ideally where i want stuff to to go far um but yeah i've got it i've got to do more of those evolution series because that's what that's what gets attention you know so yeah i wonder why the shorts do do it youtube is is pushing those now because they they're they're gonna launch a youtube shorts app i think uh to compete with tiktok the competition's good but i really don't like how all the social media platforms are just taking what each yeah. other do i agree them. i'm with you i'm with you it's like instagram does not need to do stories like snapchat yeah i i like instagram for pictures i don't like any of the other stuff Damn. I, I i don't like i don't want to watch reels no uh i don't want to watch igtv i don't i don't like stories i'll watch stories but I, I don't like them um yeah i'd much rather not see that stuff on there i'm but, totally with you on that but i guess people love it so whatever yeah um yeah i mean i mostly go on on instagram to look at cool pictures of stuff you know um 
Okay, uh, where was I? So Stardew Valley still playing. I played a little bit of Animal Crossing. Uh, Zipper the bunny is back for the Easter event. Zipper, he's creepy. Yeah, I forgot about. I got to boot it up. I zipper was my favorite part. Yeah, um, I I actually might get on a little bit after I get done and see where he's skulking around at night on my island. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Dan, a year ago I decided to come back home and then never, never turned. Oh, back. that was a year ago now. Yeah, the day after Easter. Oh, okay. Because I consulted with you guys if you thought I should go back or not. Yeah. That's right. Stayed right at home now. Um, are you are you still planning on going to college in Florida? Yeah, that's pretty that's much. Your... Anything could change, but that seems to be what I'm going to end up doing. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be joining you next year, early next year. Seems like you will that's, be. That's the plan. I, I keep I keep saying and no one believes me. I, I have maybe one more winter left in me, and I'm not even sure I'm gonna make it through 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 next winter. Before you throw a tantrum. I'm, yeah, the the weather is just starting to turn nice here, and I'm I'm already like panicked about the weather not being nice again here. Yeah, and you know what? Like I was thinking I don't about wanna, it. I don't I don't want to live like that anymore. I don't. No. It's it's tough. I mean, the like, the last cold spell for the last two days has been pretty tough on me, especially yeah. with the injury. So it's like, ugh. And like the idea of being able to be in school in Florida and then come back for holidays in um, summertime just, just seems way too appealing. Yeah. To me. Yeah, because in the summer it gets super hot in Florida, so you'll be missing out on the super hot weather. You can come up here yeah. and have a a decent summer. You know. Yeah. See friends and family and just do whatever i want yeah because i look at it i've been working incredibly hard um at dos rios for the last two years three years um uh-huh. and wegman's before that took a break from school so it's like ah, i kind of built up some time to be able to do that yeah so yeah one of my wife's friends that lives down in florida uh put it to us this way she said so she's like, there's three months in New York where you can't go outside. There's three months in Florida when you can't go outside. Three yep. months in New York because it's too cold. Three months in Florida because it's too hot. Which would you prefer? Yeah. And it's like, well, we would much rather prefer the three months that are too hot because we can at least use a pool then, you know? Yeah, that, that is very true. And everybody has pools down there, too, yep. from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, that's what I'm leaning towards right now. I cool. do only have, uh, what, two months to make as much money as I can. All of April, all of June, all of May. Uh-huh. So three months to make as much money as I can. That's kind of what nice. I'm looking at right now. So, Yeah, I mean, as long as you make money and just don't spend it. Yeah, well, uh, I do spend a lot of money. <laughs> I just yeah, bought some that's... shoes that I just definitely didn't need to buy, but I did. Yeah. So I just this year got to the point where I stopped spending money. I don't buy anything now. That's a good way. Good place to be. Yeah. So, uh, but, but a lot of that is because I we're saving money to, to move. So yeah. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, you, I, 
You have I a good actually, reason for it. So yeah, uh, I actually meant to mention this, but I think I'm gonna. Google just released a bunch of um, courses to do for various various jobs, but it it's the equivalent of a four year degree for certain things, um, and it's about a six month courses that you take certification exams for when you're done. Uh, and I, I decided I think I'm going to do the Android development one. Oh, okay. So uh, that, that's what I'm going to do because I, I want to have like a, a remote job within the next, by the time the year is over, um, something for more stable income. In addition to my my side hustles that I have going on, I want to have like a, a, a work from home de- a software Android development job. Really? Um, yeah. So that's that. I'm going to start that hopefully in the next couple of weeks. That's actually really cool. Yeah, you have to keep us yeah, updated on that. It's it's through through Coursera. Yeah, they just they just announced it, and um, there's also like good job placement uh, resources and stuff. So okay, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna work on. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. In addition, like I said, in addition to you know I have workhorse, uh, hoping Rated G Games can make me some money eventually uh and then i've made quite a bit of money selling crap on ebay um which is also good because i'm also clearing crap out of our house mm-hmm. and selling it on ebay so i've made a couple hundred bucks doing that too it's always surprising all the stuff that you're like i have zero use for this that ends up selling yeah well i mean i showed you but I, like i'll probably end up selling my this final fantasy tactics thing I sold a couple Morrowind uh, players guides for like 40 bucks. What? Yeah. Wow. I sold, I sold the super Mario RPG, my, my old super Mario RPG, Nintendo power for like, I think it was like $54. Really? Yeah. Just selling some old books and stuff. Some old yes. clothes. That's crazy. I didn't really, wow. I guess those are collectorized items to some yep. people. Yep, that's that's why I'm selling them, and I always make sure I take like really good pictures of any defects that they have, so people know what they're what they're buying. Yeah, uh, I'm not not here to fool anybody, you know. So, but I've you're got a bunch ne- of that stuff. You're gonna be the next Jeff Bezos. No, no way. I don't have the drive. Do you want to hear a funny story? Sure. Bezos has enough money to be able to own every single sports team. And all of the major leagues in the United States, NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, and wow. still be in the top tier of richest people. Really? Apparently. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, I thought the I, weren't the I thought the Yankees were were well, I guess if the Yankees are worth a billion dollars, right? Mm-hmm. You got the like the Yankees and the the Cowboys that are like in the top tier of valuable franchises. Dodgers. Dodgers, yeah. But after that, like I think it's a pretty steep decline. I want to say the Predators are only worth like a hundred million or three hundred million or something like that. I, I say only. Yeah, um, a pittance. That's, that's a lot of money, but in the grand know, not, scheme not for, of not for Bezos. Yeah, yeah, that's that what makes sense. They did say this on the Pat McAfee show. Uh-huh. Um, so if if it's wrong, go after them. Sure. So, but yeah, I heard that, and they were like marveling over that, like holy cow. Yeah. Because he might, the rumor is he might own the, the football team. Which football team? Washington football team. Bezos? That's like the huge rumor. Yeah. Really? Why Washington yep. football team? I don't know. A lot of his stuff is in Washington. Yeah, I would, maybe the Seahawks or maybe he no, wants like, to own uh, the Kraken. 
DC, Washington DC. A lot of his stuff that he does have is in DC. Oh really? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why, but I also think that they're probably the most unstable ownership, probably in the NFL. Dan yeah. Schneider has been in some some issues. Yeah, that's a good point. So it's probably the easiest one for them to be like buy this one and also uh schneider was like the majority owner and he bought out the other 40 percent of the other owners so like the speculation potentially is maybe he bought out the entire ownership group to sell it to someone like bezos who could then own all of it and then not have to deal with the other minority owners interesting yeah so that's a lot of like rumor stuff who knows if that's true or anything but i kind of hope they stay as the washington football team I do too. I actually I used, hated I, it, but I, love I hated it. it at first, but it's different. It's made me root for him. Yeah. I think it's really funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll always root for anybody against Philadelphia and I, I also enjoy seeing the Cowboys collapse. Yep. Um, so, uh, I mean, they, was it Washington? Yeah. Was Washington blew our chances of, uh, the giants chances of making the playoffs, but Outside of that, I'm glad they made it and, and Philadelphia and, and Dallas didn't. I also made my friends some money for gambling on the football team to beat the Steelers. Oh, nice. I was beating that drum like crazy sure. for a while. So uh, my friends friends were pretty happy with me when I did that. I was like, they will beat Pittsburgh, I promise. So. Sure enough. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about, Will? I got nothing. Yeah, I think I'm all set too. Uh, definitely no more video game stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so we won't because we're recording this on Saturday night. We won't have an episode Monday the fifth. So we're looking at being back. Call up my calendar here. Uh, Monday the twelfth. Twelfth, yeah. So that's when our next episode will be. Um, again, I don't plan on changing the date but anything can happen so uh we'll most likely be back on monday the 12th i would say that's probably like 90 percent certainty should be outriders too we'll probably be outriders as much as i'd like to be able to play that will you're probably gonna have to carry the episode that's fine uh or if you have someone that wants to come on that's fine too okay do that so all right that'll do it for episode 491 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan um well Thanks for listening and get out of my basement.